You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. In this episode, you and I are chatting about what felt aligned for me and for Clear Quartz Creative in February 2022. I was very quiet this month. I didn't post any public podcasts. I didn't post anything to my Instagram feed. I didn't really talk to that many people. I mostly spent time on my own this month. I took a bit of a break from always creating things to be visible and to be out there. And instead, I went inward. And I did a lot of jotting down random notes and thoughts and musings about the direction of Clear Quartz Creative and where my services are going And I did a lot of the foundational work that I usually help my clients with. It was just a quiet month where I did a lot of things alone. I spent so much solo time, like dinners and lunches out by myself, going for walks by myself. I got a membership to an infrared sauna place. I went to do that. I spent more time meditating. What felt aligned for me this month as an ambivert was leaning more on the introvert side of things and not peopling. Because of this focus on quiet, I was able to tackle some projects that I've been working on steadily, but also kind of putting off. So another thing that was aligned this month was that I launched my first Clear Quartz Creative project, and that project is called List It Right. That is a little bit of a pun there because I am writing property descriptions for realtors. I know it seems like it's coming out of left field because I don't talk about my love of real estate and flipping houses here on the podcast very often. That has been a lifelong interest of mine, and as I started writing writing copy for all of my clients' websites. I got quite a bit more comfortable with sales copy and emotional copy. And that's what's really necessary for realtors when they are trying to sell a property. This new project is me combining my expertise in copywriting and my interest in houses and homes and the home buying process and starting to target a completely new ideal client and helping them with writing their property listings. In the month of February, I refined my messaging for this sub project because the project got its own Instagram account and its own sales page and its own marketing materials. And one of the benefits that I was focusing on initially was that a well-written property description would help a property sell faster. However, when I look at the real estate market where I live and also in other places, I see that in general, properties are selling very quickly for most realtors. And so selling quickly is not my ideal client's priority because in this market, that's sort of a given. And so I thought about it a little and I adjusted my messaging around what my ideal client's priority really is, which is focusing on time saved instead. Because in this kind of fast paced market everywhere, realtors are 
very pressed for time and sitting down to write a property description that has no errors, no typos, makes sense, is not probably their first go-to task that they're enjoying as they are busy writing offers and showing properties. And so focusing on time saved is a key switch that I made in my messaging as I was creating things like the sales page and the Instagram strategy. And that's a reflection of the psychographics of my ideal client. Knowing what is important to my ideal client shifts my message and informs my message. And that helps me to be more in tune with how they're thinking and how they're feeling. I'm trying a completely new marketing strategy for this sub project. I created a nine grid, so three times three rows of posts on Instagram. And I designed that specifically as a nine post journey where in each post it's leading them on to the next one and it's giving them all of the information that they might need before wanting to book with me. And the feed is designed so that it intersects. It's one of those puzzle feeds and I'm not going to be continually posting to my feed. I won't be updating it. If anything, when I go on Instagram for List It Right, I'm going to be posting to stories. So that's a brand new strategy for me. I'll have to report back for how that's working. But for now, I am really proud of having that up there and just testing out a new design for that and just testing out a new strategy that felt aligned for me here in February. Also happening behind the scenes this month that felt very aligned was I did a lot of action calls for website clients. And action calls, if I haven't talked to you about these already, are 60 minute calls where I edit websites live with my clients on Zoom. So I'm logged into their site, they can see what I'm doing, I'm talking through and teaching them the platform as I go, and I'm making updates to their websites. So I did four of those this month, which is a little higher than average. Every time I do one of these calls, I'm reminded of how fun they are because I come off of the call super energized, which is how I know that this is a service that is still aligned for me because I'm happy to offer it every time. It never feels like an obligation. On the first of these calls, I worked with an interior designer. We fixed up the flow of her website. She had created it herself and she had lots of pages that didn't link to one another. And so it wasn't very intuitive for the prospective client going through the website to navigate from one page to the other. So we changed the flow. We moved sections from low on the homepage to up on the homepage. We were strategic with what we wanted people to see first and how we wanted them to travel in between. And we also worked on some search engine optimization, writing some page descriptions that had the keywords that her ideal clients would actually be searching for. Another one of my clients is a fitness client and we worked on both of her websites in one call. And what we were doing there was adding a new promotional video that she had had created for her business and using that video strategically on a landing page where she is trying to convert people to a free trial. So we leveraged the video to give people a taste of what that free trial might include. And we changed up the layout a little bit so that strategically when people are visiting that particular page on mobile, when they're coming in from an ad, that they're able to see the video, but also the call to action button. And so they're able to take action without having to scroll, which is key because that kind of strategy is designed to have maximum conversion, which means the most people possible clicking that link. 
Another one of my clients is a naturopathic doctor, and we did an action call this month where she was removing an old service that she's no longer offering, and she's also adding a brand new service. So that entailed creating a new image, a new graphic for that service, some copywriting, some page description SEO, things like naming the images and alt tagging the images for search engine purposes, things like linking to the service into her booking app, And we also took an opportunity to improve on our original version of the website, where in each of our heading photos at the top of each of her pages, we have a button that links to booking now, which we didn't initially. We had a headline and subheadline overlaid on top of an image, but we didn't have a button. And so this is a similar strategy to the last one, where having a button right there that loads without having to scroll can increase conversions. The last action call that I did was for a yoga teacher and what we did for her was add a blog. She's already been sending emails out to her email list and realized that she could repurpose that content and add it to her website to increase her search engine optimization and potentially draw in new people from search results. In Squarespace, we went and added a blog and I taught her how to, in the future, add new posts because the Squarespace interface is, while it's intuitive, it's not completely self-explanatory. And figuring these kinds of things out on your own of how to add a blog post to your site by trying to piece together tutorials and videos and help articles isn't always easy. And so on that action call, I taught her the method for that. And of course, the call is recorded. So she can always go back and follow those steps. So every time she wants to add a new blog post, it's nice and easy for her. And then the thing that felt most aligned for me in ClearQuartz Creative this month was working with a VIP weekend client. I haven't had one of these in months and I was feeling a little bit nervous before it started because I haven't coached people strategically in this way in a couple of months. I had a bit of a lull between clients and I was feeling a little bit nervous that I wouldn't be able to find my, like that I was out of practice and I wasn't sort of warmed up. As soon as I started my VIP weekend, those fears disappeared and I got right into flow with this client. And I think the reason why is because she is beyond an ideal client. She is in the wedding industry and I've had many clients in the wedding industry and they're always so fun to work with because they're so passionate and everything that we create together is so romantic and so fun. And this client was no exception. She creates custom wedding invitation series and suites. So things including save the date cards and engagement announcements and menus and place cards and the invitations and all of the things. And what makes it custom is that she actually draws and paints with watercolors the invitations and they're all hand-torn edges and they're all custom wax seals and they're extremely unique to every one of her couples. So her attention to detail with her clients was very, very, very strong. Her niche knowledge of knowing artistically how to paint, how to create, and knowing how to infuse her couple's personality and their love story into her creations that, as we determined in our weekend, are like her couple sending love letters to their intended guests. She was already a rock star at all of that. So coaching her, guiding her on her services wasn't very necessary. She already had a whole process laid out and she was very comfortable already with the quality of the client experience that she's offering and the quality of the results. 
that she's offering her clients. So that freed us up a little bit on our VIP weekend to focus instead on where she felt she was struggling and what she needed. And so I was able to tailor the experience to her and reduce the amount of time spent on the actual offer and the client experience and the sales process, which she already had, and instead throw more of that time into messaging and marketing and specifically writing to express herself in her business through things like Instagram captions and on her sales pages. And also that messaging that she can now use in her emails to her clients and on sales calls and every time she's interacting with clients. I had booked this VIP weekend a while back and I kind of messed up my my dates and I booked it on a weekend when the kids were here. And so I decided to book a hotel room so that I could really have the space and the quiet to be able to throw myself completely into this VIP client experience for the weekend. That kind of backfired a little bit because I wound up getting a room across from the elevator on family day weekend. And so that was a little bit of a fail on my part, but luckily the noise wasn't too disruptive and I was still able to have some space for myself because the VIP weekends are 100% aligned and like the most fun thing that I do in my business, but they take a lot of emotional energy from me because I spend 12 hours on the phone with my client over three days, over many, many calls. And I also have homework for myself between those calls where I'm working on strategy that I'm then presenting to the client when we come back onto the Zoom call. There's not a whole lot left for me to give to things like making snacks and having bedtime and bringing people to birthday parties and all of those things that come with family weekend time. In order to be able to give my client the best experience and to give myself the space that I need, I try to make sure to take care of myself as much as I can on those VIP weekends. Otherwise, I lose my voice or I lose my patience or I lose my energy to really deliver a wonderful product for my client. So that was the reason for that. I had a little solo staycation while I did this VIP weekend experience with my client. So the VIP weekend starts with a Friday night get to know you call where we do a whole bunch of personality quizzes and tests and look into astrology and look into human design and I get to hear the whole story of the business, of how it started, how it's going, and I get all of the details from my client. They are introducing me to their business as though it were brand new to me. And this starts to form my basis of understanding for the weekend of who this business owner really is as a human and then who they are as a business owner and especially how they are serving their ideal client. After that introduction call, the client gets to go and enjoy their Friday night and I get started on work. Because I was away from home for this particular session, I had to go out for dinner. And so I went to a place that was new to me. I ordered some of my favorite things. I ordered a charcuterie plate and I ordered a blueberry lavender mocktail. I sat at a table with candlelight and I had my notebook and I was reviewing my notes from our first session and I was starting to work on aspects of my client's ideal client, their mission, their vision, and their core values. And so everything about this experience where I am putting my heart and soul into my client's business strategy, I'm making decisions that feel aligned around that to be able to support myself in doing that emotional work for my client's business. 
And I'm trying to do that throughout the weekend as well, where I'm taking walks between sessions and I'm stretching and I do my throat chakra meditation because it's so much talking and otherwise I'm worried I'll lose my voice. I'm doing all of the things that support me so that I can support them. And so everything about these VIP weekends ends up feeling very aligned because I put all of my favorite things into the weekend. And central to that is all of the time that I'm spending one-on-one with one of my clients. It's funny, as I record this episode, I am using a mug of tea that I bought the mug the first weekend that I had a VIP client back in the summer. And I went for a walk between the sessions and I wandered into this store that was in my neighborhood that I'd never really been in. And I went in and I found this mug and believe it or not, it has crystals on it (laughs) and it has rainbows and shooting stars and like little raindrops and moons. and, And I bought the mug and it became the mug that I used all weekend. Every time I use the mug now, I think of that one VIP client, that first VIP client. And so I decided to keep up that tradition. And every time I have a VIP client, I buy a brand new mug. So this weekend was no exception. I went on the Friday night after my dinner of all of my favorite things. I went to buy a mug that I was going to use for the weekend that was going to represent this sacred space that I have with myself and my client. And I bought this amazing speckled ceramic mug with brush strokes of hearts. Just this romantic coffee mug. Now that the mugs are in my collection, every time I use that mug, I think of this client. I send them good thoughts. I send them good vibes. And it's just this nice point of connection that really contributes to that feeling that alignment and working with that alignment to create more alignment for both me and for my clients' businesses. I went into a little more detail there than I usually do in this section, but this container is so special to me and I just wanted to share that with you on something that felt aligned for me this month was having that experience with this client. And now I'm going to move on to what didn't feel aligned for me in February. So you know if you're an avid listener of the podcast that I typically put out a new episode every week. That did not happen in February, even though last alignment report I said it was going to, it just didn't. Every time I sat down to try to create titles and create outlines and record the show, nothing happened. That leads, I think, into that feeling that I had all of February about being introspective. And so all of those musings that I talked about, it didn't feel aligned to make any of those public. I wrote a couple of posts that I didn't post. I planned a few episodes that I didn't record. I didn't publish any podcast episodes aside from January's alignment report. I didn't post a single Instagram story or a single post in all of February. And given that I used to post to my feed every day and to my stories multiple times a day and to my podcast feed once a week, That's a big switch. I was trying to honor the emotions that I was having come up about where I'm at as a business owner and where I'm going with my business and just give myself more time. In my human design, I have the, I have gate 34 in my conscious sun and that's the gate of power. But the flip side of that, the shadow side is forcing. And so that means that I have a real tendency to want to like jam that round peg into that or square peg into the round hole or however that expression works. I have a real tendency to want to do that, to just make things work like the brute force way. But my higher self knows that that's not aligned for me. When I am feeling the struggle, when I'm I, when I can feel that I'm pushing, which is what all outside content felt like in the month of February, I need to be wise enough 
to learn from my past experience to just stop and don't put it out if it's not ready. For me, this isn't so much a fear of posting. It's just about if my gut is feeling like now is not the right time, then now is not the right time and knowing how to honor that. On now to my most meaningful actions. This month, I leaned on help from some of my biggest supporters. I leaned on my brand designer, Anna. She helped me to record an audio episode for an audio sales funnel that I'm doing. And we also did a life catch up, which felt really nice because we hadn't talked in a long time. I leaned on my friend Blake. She helped me a lot this month to stay on top of what I said I was going to do. And she took a really active role in helping me to analyze and strategically plan the audio episode content for the audio sales funnel, which I'll talk about in a moment here. And she also helped me to make some phone calls for List It Right because... (laughs) I am not a phone person. I can't stand getting on the phone for any reason with, well, anyone except my best friends. (laughs) The idea of cold calling realtor offices to pitch a free workshop for realtors on copywriting, uh, just, it honestly makes my hands clammy and I'm never going to do it on my own. Blake helped me by making those phone calls for me for List It Right that was a huge help. So it was a meaningful action because I had to ask for that help. And then I also had the meaningful action of receiving that help. And my partner, Jeff, also helped me a lot in February to help me protect my alone time. Because now that I've moved in here and there are five of us plus a dog half the time, that's a lot for me for my energy type. I have to protect my capacity. I have to recognize when too much peopling is just too much peopling. And so setting some boundaries around my own alone time and my own space, like my Sunday night meditations and going to the sauna appointment and having a massage and going for a walk or a coffee shop or all of those things, having that support was very meaningful to me. Other things that were meaningful this month, I took a course on Fiverr and not, I took like, a Fiverr course, but I took a course on how to use the platform Fiverr and listing my services there. And this is interesting for me to note and share because I'll just be totally honest. I used to really look down on platforms like that and think that they were lesser than and that whole logic of like, well, you don't own that platform and you know, they could delete your profile at any time and all of that stuff. I used to really buy into that. But lately, I'm craving a lot more ease. The amount of effort that it takes me to cultivate relationships with potential clients that don't always turn out to be clients, it's just taking a disproportionate amount of effort. And so a platform where, in essence, I don't have to do anything to market, where my services just sit there and then people come to me through there is starting to feel more and more attractive. I share this because I want to just normalize that it's natural to change your mind about things in business. And what is aligned for me now wasn't aligned for me back then. And that shift is okay because I'm in a different season now and all sorts of variables have changed in the last few years. So I'm just sharing that part just to really put out there that whatever you're feeling now about something, that might not be a forever feeling. You may change and shift and evolve and that's okay. And then my most meaningful action this month was recording an audio sales funnel for my website services. You might be thinking, what the heck is an audio sales funnel? (laughs) I hear you. It is basically a private podcast version of a webinar. 
I'm not a big consumer of webinars, honestly. When I come across them on someone's page and they say like, the next webinar is starting in five minutes, when it's obviously a pre-recorded webinar, doesn't really inspire confidence in me, doesn't align with me. And so I've always felt resistance to creating one of those for my business. So I never have because it just didn't feel right. But I came across the idea of an audio sales funnel through my podcast host platform, Hello Audio, because my hosting platform allows for private podcasts as well as public podcasts, which means that I can record a feed and I can give it only to people that I give the link to. So I can create like a unique join link for this. People can then listen to the audio, listen to the episodes right in any podcast app that they have. So how it works is I add your email into the system. It generates a special link that is just for you. And then I email you that link. And when you click on it on your phone, it is smart enough to automatically open whatever podcast app you normally use, whether that's things like Apple or Spotify or any of the other ones like uh, Google Podcasts. Anyways, whatever app that you use and you love, the email and the button is smart enough to send you right there. And then people can listen to it while they are multitasking, while they're doing other things. They can you know, X out of it on their phone and go into another app and it won't stop playing. And so to me, the benefit of this audio sales funnel over something like a webinar is that people are not tied to their devices while it's happening. They don't need to sit there in front of their computer screen and watch the webinar for an hour. They can instead just put it in their earbuds and listen to it like they would any regular podcast. So once I discovered this, I decided I had to have one. The reason I created one was that a lot of people feel like it's too early in their journey to get on a clarity call with me for a website like they're too early in their business or they don't they don't feel like they can afford the investment of a website and so they don't ask they don't get on a call and I wish they would because a I'm not at all pushy on a sales call and B, just getting information about it, like it's never too early to do that. There's no pressure to actually sign. I have people who've gotten on a call and who book a website with me a year later. And I wish more people would do that. Just ask their questions and save themselves a lot of Googling and a lot of confusion. But the reality is that often a sales call feels too intimate for people and they're just not ready for that step. And so the audio sales funnel steps in as sort of like a sales call that you can listen to on your own schedule. That means you don't need to go back and forth with me and book a time. You don't have to click the booking link in my calendar. You can just listen to it on your own. So you can listen to episode one this week and listen to the rest of it some other time. You can pause at any point. You can go back, which of course you can't do in a sales call. You can't pause me and rewind me and listen to it again. The audio sales funnel is there for a preliminary step to answer questions that people typically ask on a sales call anyways, but without the pressure to book the call with me and get on the call with me. And I'm really excited about this. I put my heart and soul into the episodes. There's 10 episodes within the sales funnel and it is designed to stay 10 episodes. Like it's not another weekly podcast that you can listen to. It's just a 10 episode journey that you start at the beginning, you go, you listen through to the end and that's it. But what's exciting about this, not just that I have this done now and it can now start to, it can now be available for you to listen to, but also it's exciting for me because it marks an evolution in how I talk about my services. Until I started prepping for this, I thought I spoke very confidently about my offerings, but I realized when I was researching and when I was preparing for it that I'm not as good at asking for the sale as I thought I was. I'm not as good at being clear and 
being direct and being honest about the value that I provide as I thought I was. Realizing this was really good because now that I know, I can start to make better decisions. And in February, all of those thought processes that I went through and all of that introspective time, it helped me to build more of that confidence and try on a new way of talking about myself as a business owner and also the benefits of my products and services. And and that new, more confident voice is on display in all 10 episodes of the Design Your Aligned website mini podcast. And I'm just really proud of that. And I wanted to share it with you on this episode because audio feels so personal, right? And when you're like you're listening to this right now, I'm in your earbuds. It's like I'm talking directly to you. I'm imagining you listening as I speak into my microphone. And so evolving the way that I communicate and the way that I talk in this medium means a real up-leveling of your experience on the other end of those earbuds. So the Designer Aligned website mini podcast is launched and out there. It's out there as a public podcast so that I can have the search engine optimization benefits of people coming through, finding me through Google and listening to the sales funnel that way. And then it's also loaded as a private podcast so I can send the link to anyone who's interested. I often have, I have a lot of referral business and people saying, you know, you're still doing websites, right? Because I told so-and-so about you. And now those people can send this link where their friends can start to get a feel for me and my services without having to take that kind of scary step of booking a call. And I also am planning to send the link to anyone who is booking a sales call with me. So if you fill out my contact form and you book a call with me to talk about a potential website for you, I'll send you the link anyway so that you can listen to it in the gap time in between the email and the call. So you can get some of those preliminary questions answered. And then when we get on the call, we can simply focus right in on you and your business. And I can give as much value as I can in that free call and I can tailor all the information to you. So I'm getting all of the questions, the common questions out of the way on that sales funnel so that you and I can speak more directly about you and about your business when we do get on a call together. So I'm going to put the link to the public version of Design Your Aligned website in the show notes. And I would love if you listened to that, if you are someone who is maybe wanting a website. And I would also be super honored if you shared that link with anyone you know who is looking for a website, because it's going to give them a lot of information about building a website today, what's important in looking for a web designer and how to find one who is aligned to them, whether that's me or whether that's someone else. So that wraps up February of 2022 and everything that was aligned for me that wasn't aligned for me and the most meaningful actions. Thank you so much for listening. Producing these episodes is such a good reflective practice for me and I do hope that you will join me in this reflective practice at the end of every month. Just looking back and thinking for yourself what were some of the things that felt really good this month? And the benefit of doing that is that you can then start to realize that good feeling, that happy entrepreneur feeling, whenever it starts to arise. So you can calibrate yourself knowing a little bit more about what feels good and how that feels good so that you can start to create even more of what feels good. That's the goal. And then, of course, thinking of what didn't feel aligned is celebrating the no's. Not everything is going to be a yes every month, and that's okay. And honoring what doesn't feel right and not going down that path is just as much of a celebration as celebrating what you did do and what was aligned. 
Take some time after you've listened to this episode, pause it before you go to listen to anything else in my feed or anyone else's feed, and take some time to have that reflection for yourself. In our fast-paced world of the hamster wheel of content, when you're just listening and consuming and taking in, I know it's easy to do that, but I know you and I know that easy is great, but intentional is even better. Take some time, think about your alignment report for February of 2022. As always, message me about it. I would love to hear what was aligned for you this month. Send me a DM at Clear Quotes Creative and we'll chat all about it. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.